What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is Food Sex Politics with you as always, your beautiful host, the amazing, the talented, the beautiful Nicole Rodriguez. And with her as always, it's me, it's me, it's the D-A-V-E, your board lord, your food porn unicorn. Back at it again, Nicole. I don't know about you, but it is absolutely effing freezing here in Philly. We have just gotten our, I don't know, 75th winter storm of the season. How are you holding up? Uh, you know, Dave, I know at the end of the day, you are a family man. And I'm just surprised because I know how you like to take care of your family. Why haven't you taken your children under age of 10, uh, just dropped them off, say, in Cancun and come you know, back? Nicole, I, I, I look to the parenting, you know, um, the parenting paramount that is Ted Cruz for times like this. When I think to myself, how could I be a better dad? Where could I go? What could I do? Obviously, you take the little ones to Cancun, right? And uh, apparently, I'm imagining you just drop them off to be trafficked into some kind of, you know, tourism, child prostitution ring. Because I just, I'm really trying to rack my brain. Why are you taking a 10 and 12 year old to Cancun and coming right back? But apparently... That's what's going on when maybe, as a Canadian, our good friend Ted should be enjoying that snow in Texas that they you don't know what to do with. Right in his wheelhouse. You would think he would be loving this. You would think he'd be setting the tone. You would think he'd be out there helping the kids sled down hills. But no, Uncle Ted ran away to Cancun. I mean, at the very least, looking out his window on all of the impoverished people cooking outside of their houses on porches trying to, you know, cook with a propane tank. You know, I thought he'd maybe sit back and cackle with a cup of hot cocoa and take in that merriment. I'm sure it would entertain him. But no, he's got to go to Cancun. Skipping town on his own constituents when they need him, when they need leadership and guidance the most. He is a hell of a guy. What a fine president he would make. I can't wait till he gets reelected. I can't wait. (laughs) What an absolute shitstorm that's going on in Texas right now. Have you seen all the news, all the updates with everything going on? Well, I think the best thing I heard was the mayor of some Texas city saying, please don't leave your house because we can't come save you. We don't know. Basically, we don't know what to do. Now, granted, that's not a place that would normally get hit with a foot of snow unlike you and i maybe good maybe maybe i'm not understanding this right isn't this big swinging dick texas isn't this don't mess with texas and they're they're no unless it's snow over flurries unless it's snow and then the dick shrivels like inside of the body maybe that's the problem i think that's it, it got cold that big dick shriveled right up no that's I I um, think that's what happened. All that big dick energy Texas always has, all their fucking machismo and their swagger and everything. All of a sudden, they get the northeastern equivalent of some fucking flurries. You're a bunch of pussies, Texas. You're pussies. And you know what they were? <laughs> I, I know there's the, animal lives matter and wildlife definitely matters. It's important. But I I saw them trying to save a bunch of sea turtles and putting them into, you know, like one of these stay warm kind of um, shelters. 
the turtles. That's what they were doing. They were saving the turtles. I didn't see people in there. I saw hundreds of turtles. How pissed off are the sea turtles right now? How pissed off are the birds that migrated down there? But the- <laughs> what the fuck? You know, there's one who's like, I told you, Nance, about this global warming stuff. We can't go down there anymore. <laughs> and the that's not, that's like, not real. And like, oh, will you shut up? That's not real. It doesn't exist. Right. Now there's snow, and she's like, why did I tell you, Frank? <laughs> See? See? Even the birds, even the birds know. But you told me something really interesting about the Texas power grid that maybe a lot of people aren't aware of. Something about it being privatized recently. I I, I love how fantastically stupid Texas is, and I love how they're paying for it right now. So the big thing is Texas is basically on its own grid within the U.S. So the American grid is basically split in half. East and West, more or less, with one outlier, and guess who that outlier is? Oh, I it, can't imagine. Can't be Texas. Oh, of course not. Right. <laughs> so Texas is on its own unique grid that's completely privatized. And, you know, I, I love to just turn on Fox News anytime, like, I'm spiking the ball on Republicans. Every time, like, I'm just enjoying their misery. I love to go on Fox News just to see how they're covering it. And Fox News has an interesting take. Fox News says this is the problem with renewable energy because all their wind turbines froze solid and they can't generate power. And that's the problem. Not that their entire grid is completely separate from everybody else because they privatized everything to make money. And by the way, they have no regulation. I, uh, who was it that we had on that we were arguing about regulation with, like with titles and whatever? I can't remember who it was. But this is the this is the fucking point. This is why you need regulation. You can't just bury your power cables like, you know, an inch underground because <laughs> if it gets fucking cold, shit's not going to work. Like your pipes are going to burst. You need regulation in this shit. And it, does, it doesn't matter when you don't believe in when you're arrogant enough to believe that global warming doesn't exist and that nothing like this could ever happen to you because hey, look where are we now? Fantastic. And it's again, perfect. this is the Northeastern equivalent of flurries, you bunch of pussies. I, uh, but anyway, it, it, it's amazing to me because they actually sell defrosters for wind turbines because, believe it or not, there's wind turbines in almost every state and most of them don't just freeze the fuck over because that's not a thing or else you would have heard about it a million times by now. It only happened in Texas because they cheaped out to try to undercut the fucking wind turbines and they didn't pay for the fucking defrosters. Funny. Funny how that all works out, isn't it? Stunning. Just the way it works out. Again, this big dick swinging state, this we're going to secede from the union. All of a sudden, they're crawling back and they're they're just begging at this point. They're on their hands and knees begging for FEMA. And of course, Joe Biden, you know, president for everybody. Joe Biden already said yes. He declared the emergency, whatever. As you should. I mean, that's what a president does unless you're Trump. But can you imagine if there was like a left wing version of Trump where he was like, nope, bootstrap motherfuckers. You guys better <laughs> this the fuck out yourselves. Nope. We're only going to give power to Planned Parenthood centers. And I think you only have two in your state. So go fuck yourselves and good luck. Yeah, do they even? Yeah. Do they even have one? I think there's two for the entire state of Texas oh, and they're only open like eight out, like eight hours a week. 
I'd imagine those would have been bombed or something by now. That's pretty amazing. But they're just begging right now. They're, Can we please have some federal money, please? We're a little chilly. Little <laughs> chilly. We're a little cold. What did it get down to? They want to fucking secede. <laughs> And they can't handle a fucking. They can't handle six inches of fucking snow, and they want to secede. They might present some country. challenges. They would be a third world country, and I would love it. I would love to build a wall so Texans can't get into the rest of it, <laughs> and keep it going to Florida. There's no overlap between those two. Is is there? There's there's a few states in between those two, which is unfortunate. You know what's so weird? So, so now you're a New Yorker. I'm a Philly guy. Both of us, I, I feel like if, if we had to name a state that we hated, if we counted to three, we would probably both say New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the safe bet. But if I asked you what state do you hate second most and I counted to three, we'd probably both say Texas. Or, or is it Florida. That, you know what? Florida, Florida came on really hot because uh, Florida's not obnoxious. Florida's just a fucking clusterfuck of. I don't even know what you would. What would you even call Florida? Like oh, Texas man. is obnoxious. They're they're fucking egotistical. They're narcissistic. And for what I have no idea. But Texas always has this like big swinging dick energy that I that is completely confounding to me. But isn't Florida where all the old narcissists from the Northeast end up going? Great point. Great point. You know? Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not saying I don't know maybe 10 nice people in Florida because I do. <laughs> and half of them have come from the Northeast and and migrated south and they're lovely people. But by and large, have you spent any time down there? Uh, I used to go to Florida every single summer and not, not nice Florida. So there's nice Florida. Like there's like Daytona beach. There's, you know, Disney, there's the inner city of Tampa, the keys. So there's nice parts of Florida when I had to go. So my mom and dad had joint custody. My dad moved to Florida cause shit settles at the bottom. Like it always does. Right. My shitty dad lived there for a while too. I used to have to go. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yep. Moved to Florida and not any of the nice places. Nope. <laughs> In swampy shithole trailer park town and that's where i spent probably i don't know how many probably close to 10 summers of my life oh god that's rough man yeah. so you know so you so you kind of know oh yeah yeah so i've, I've seen florida because you know you would always come back from like you know your summer break and you would come back to school and you would tell your friends how you went to Florida for the summer and they'd be jealous and you'd be like, <laughs> like no dude nothing to be jealous of I promise yeah I mean you don't even have to go too far I, I mean first of all or I'm sorry Orlando is a Orlando's pretty much a shithole isn't it yeah I mean Orlando's only got like you know the theme parks and then it's right. so like you go just a little ways out of there. It's like you're already in bad territory, and then it's like anywhere near Miami, you're running into that whole other northeast dynamic and old men with a lot of face work done it's just it's that was just my experience. I just am not a 
not a huge fan. No, I'm so turned off by Florida as a whole. So that that's such a good point. <laughs> so we, we started. We really wanted to shit on Texas, but Florida always gets. Florida finds its way in, you know. <laughs> Jersey, Florida, and Texas. I'm sad. That's I, I think feel like Jersey's the most common place. Even in like the national arena, I feel like people just know. But I feel like that's not fair. Like I feel like it's not, it's not because you know they're local and they drive horribly and their people are done. Oh, I'm sorry, Jersey people. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, the whole like Jersey Shore attitude and everything like that. So I feel like we get the shit on Jersey. We 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 live amongst them, right? I feel right. like people that are like, you know, in where, like Nebraska, like what are you, what's your problem with Jersey? <laughs> Jersey's like our little brother. Like we can kick them, but you can't. I was going to say, you, we can say whatever we want. You are, you are not entitled. Yeah. Fuck you, Omaha. Go shit on Kansas. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair game. Um, speaking, uh, speaking of Northeast dynamics and other people shitting on each other. What do you... Let's go with that. (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. Um, What do you think of my man up here being investigated and his commentary about people dying in nursing homes? So it's the weirdest thing to me. Like, he has the easiest out. Like, this was all going down. So, look, he made some bad decisions, 100%. He should be held accountable to a point because, one, this was a federal problem. This should have been done at the federal level. I've said it since the beginning. This should have been handled federally. So the federal government punted to the states. The states had to, you know, scramble at the last minute, basically, to try to figure this whole thing out. Nobody knew the science at the time. Like, this was, what, back in March last year? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So th- this is when everything is just starting to go down. Like we didn't know enough. We didn't have all, we didn't know anything compared to what we know now. So he had that excuse. He had the excuse to just say, look, I made mistakes. It cost us lives. You know, I, I you know, he could, a big apology would have done a lot, but instead he's trying to cover it up and he's like threatening people and he's yelling at like his advisors and the health department and everybody else. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. This was the easiest oops. And you're fucking it up. Well, but, but basically isn't, I know it came off really brash and and inappropriately, but basically what he said is who cares? (laughs) They died. It doesn't matter where. And I mean, isn't that kind of true though, especially in those early especially in those early days. So, yeah, but the thing was, he allowed people with COVID to go back into the nursing homes. And that's what caused the big spread. Again, if he just would have said, you know, we didn't know everything. I'm fully accountable. I apologize. I X, Y, Z. It would have went, he wouldn't be in this right now. But now the feds are actually investigating because he's trying to cover up numbers because he doesn't want to, he didn't want to make uh, he didn't want to look bad when Trump was looking bad. So he couldn't do that. So he kind of they think he kind of fudged the numbers. And that's what the feds are coming in to investigate. Whereas if he would have just said, yep, here's our numbers. You know, maybe we fucked up a little bit. We didn't have federal guidance. He still could have turned it on Trump and he still could have turned it on the fact that nobody knew what was going on with the pandemic at that time. 
But instead, he's like screaming at his staff and he's a fucking maniac. And then he goes on his brother's show. And now he's not even allowed to fucking interview him anymore. And now it's a mess. Why isn't he allowed to interview him anymore? So because he went on Chris Cuomo's show and Chris Cuomo gave him like all these softball questions and talked about their parents and their upbringing and didn't really, you know, they weren't really hard hitting questions. As they often do. Okay. Yeah, right. So being that it was such like a patty cake interview, and it wasn't news. CNN's like, all right, you can't go on your brother's show anymore. Oh, geez. Cut him off. Wow. So much for those cozy little pandemic era interviews. <laughs> we'll look they, back on them fondly. Won't we'll we? look back on those fondly where they pull up, you know, like goofy old pictures of one of them in shorts. Oh, that's right. I remember that one. Right. So there's like a big age difference between the two, right? Yeah. yeah I, th- I thought you said a big ape difference between the two. <laughs> Perhaps. That. That I think they, that. They seem like they're like 15 years apart. I think they're 12 years apart. Are they? Re- okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's a gap. So what, what's that's the real, take in New York about all this? That's a real little brother thing. Um, well, you know, I live in... A pretty conservative stronghold. So this whole Cuomo killed Nana thing has been chanted, you know, since the beginning of the pandemic, basically, I mean, over the summer they were flying, you know, those airplanes that have banners attached oh, to the no. back of them. Yeah. Someone flew one of those talking about, you know, Cuomo killed Nana. You still see signs on the side of the road, homemade signs and, garbage like that so how privileged is that though that you can afford a plane to do it wasn't that so that's so long island though so it gets back to like ted cruz like like oh yeah you're the everyman that you're just fucking flying to cancun like (laughs) to drop off your kids like you do as 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 one does um so i think this could really this could like really tarnish his whole 2020 vibe that he had going on there. I think so. And I don't know Sucks. if he really has any aspirations to run in 2024 or 2028 or whatever, but yeah, it looks like he's going to be dead in the water. Yeah. It's, um, but it's, it wouldn't be the first time that he kind of fucked up like this saying the wrong thing. So my understanding is that he was going to run for governor like sometime right after 9-11, maybe, or run for something a little a little higher office than what he had at the time. And now he, he, he like... Was he in the Obama administration or the Clinton administration, one or the other? Yeah, Obama administration. Yeah. And I guess like right around the time of 9-11, he like said the wrong thing about first responders and it basically killed his chances of running for whatever it was that he wanted to run for at the time. Um, that was when he was still married to a Kennedy. Yeah. Um, so, and that took him how many, I mean, he recovered and became governor eventually, but like how many more years does he have to fuck up and recover again? If this is going to be an investigation, you have to think the investigation is going to go on for a year or two. When is he up? in new york i think he was just I think 2022 no i think 2022 okay you still got another mm. 
We'll have to say, I mean, uh, the, the benefit is Americans have remarkably short memories. I, yeah, there's, there's that. And once again, we have this news cycle that goes so, so fast and there's always something else coming. So uh, <laughs> it's weird that people love to almost, and, and I'm for second chances. I, I, I am all for a second chance. And I, I just feel like that's that's very American. Like even when like bad people die, we we almost prop them up to like, oh, you can't speak ill of the dead. Which I don't know who said that. I think who did? Where did where did that come from? I don't know. But do you buy that? And like, what's the what's the point? They're dead. Just like those people in the nursing homes. They're you know they're dead. What is it? What does it matter really? Um, I, I, I like if someone was shitty. Oh, it's a Bible thing. Is it? No, it's some like ancient Greek thing, actually. So, yeah. Um, I mean, doesn't make you any less a piece of shit after you die. If you were a piece of shit when you're living, you were a piece of shit. That's right. Like that, that, you should be able to say that. Like, I don't get that you can't speak ill of the dead. Right. Why is it like, oh, have respect. They're dead. Like, I didn't respect him when he was alive. What does it matter? And he's dead. And he's dead. And it's not like he's going to hear about it. Right. There's, there is no heaven. There is no hell. But uh, so, let me I mean, that up for you. Also, what's with what's with pouring out liquor for someone who's dead? Where did that come from? I don't know that. Like that. That seems like it was like a like an LA gang thing. Like that was always like the big pour one out for the homies, right? Right. But is that was that the origin? No, that's a great question. That's mm-hmm. a good question. But you know who we definitely should not pour one out for? Oh, I think, but who we are allowed to speak ill of? We will definitely speak ill of Rush Limbaugh being dead. Cheers to that. So you can, you can cheers. You don't have to pour anything out, though. No, I'm going to pour it right in my mouth. Yeah, it's pour it in your mouth. <laughs> the only shame of it is he didn't die 20 years ago, and... His last act on earth was probably of him shitting himself. And uh, it's just a shame that that's on video that I could just watch it over and over again. Cause oh, absolutely man. fuck rush Limbaugh uh, and his entire, his entire stick. Like he was Trump before Trump. He was Alex Jones before Alex Jones. Like his big thing was just dog whistle, racism, sexism, white people have never done anything wrong ever in history. He, he actually said white people aren't to blame for slavery because white people ended slavery. So therefore you can't blame white people for slavery, which makes no sense. Uh, He is really, he's really the original Trump. You make such a good point. He's the original Trump, the original Alex Jones. He just dog whistle, dog whistle, dog whistle, dog whistle. And I, I I think, do you know anybody? Like, I feel like somebody always has a family member who listened to rush and they like converted because of him. No, I, I, I can't say that. I think that's where my uncle started to go right wing was Rush. Wow. And what was like, what were the steps there? Like, why, why him? Why Rush? Yeah. Like so Rush, Rush was ahead of his time. Rush was yeah. one of the guys doing it. Rush was, Rush was the one out there, you know, talking to, you know, the truck drivers and everybody who was just out you know, feeling bad that, you know, brown people were allowed in the country and women could vote and black people were getting equality. Like, oh no, 
So was that? So that was really his shtick. That, that was, was like his thing. For, oh wow! See, I didn't know that it ran that deep because I, I got to be honest, I don't think I've ever like actually listened to him. I've only heard like his highlights, like when people would play it on the news. I've never actually listened to a Rush Limbaugh show. But holy shit, the stuff that he's quoted on and everything. Fuck him. I'm glad he's dead. Did they come out with like a top 10 or anything today? Uh, so left wing media has been going on with it for a little while. I mean, so the right wing always wants to crucify drug addicts, right? Like George Floyd, George Floyd, like the big reason they say you shouldn't fucking care about George Floyd was because, oh, he didn't die because somebody was kneeling on his neck for nine minutes. That's not how it works. No. He died the drug addict, right? That's what they point to. Like any time, and, and I've said this before, any time they can villainize somebody that they could find somebody smoking pot or that they could find, you know, somebody did coke or crack or whatever at any point in time they demonize the shit out of people but all of a sudden their but guy <laughs> was a fucking drug addict he was a fucking pill popper he was addicted to ox- uh, oxycontin hillbilly heroin and he didn't even go to jail he, now, he had a problem. he had a problem that he he needed to get better he had a problem he's not a criminal so I think it's I think it's so interesting though when when you bring pills into the equation that double edged sword there it's like oh a lot of people just sweep that under the rug as oh it it's a problem right so we're not going to make an example out of anybody right and especially not a famous guy like like Rush Limbaugh but. It's such an epidemic in the middle of the country and just like um, like among people who have money, people who don't have money, right? But it's like not widely discussed and just and that's probably why it's such a problem, right? You don't address it. It doesn't heal itself. So this like whole hush hush of it, when we're talking about public figures or just talking about it being an epidemic, it's like, shouldn't we have been talking about this a long time ago? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can even look back to like fifties housewives, right? Like fifties housewives were a bunch of them doing speed. Mother's like, little helper. Were, right. They were that or a Valium or whatever. But, there was a good number that were popping pills for whatever reason, for whatever reason, when white people do drugs, it's different than when anybody other race does it or when poor people do it, that's no good, but no, but it, it depends how you look at addiction. Right. And I do, I look at addiction as a problem. You have a problem. It's not a moral failing. It's not a, you're a bad person. It's you have a problem. Like we should help you. It should be a medical issue. It's a health thing. It's not a, you're bad. It's not a, you know, anything to fucking shit on you for. It's nothing to do with that. I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened, whatever. We should help you. But that's not how the right wing looks at it. And the fact that they have that double standard where it's, you know, oh no, George Floyd deserved to die. But Rush Limbaugh, who was also a fucking drug addict, oh, he's our hero. He got the fucking presidential medal of Because that's well-deserved. Well-deserved. I've actually, I, I so... One of the reports was that, so he needed uh, hearing aids in both ears, and they said it was because of his drug addiction that he lost his hearing. Well, so he, so he had it like that. Yeah, he was in deep. He had another um, 
He had another addiction, though, that led to some international travel. Is that right? Yes, I mean, the Russian surprisingly, being it. such a man of such a man of values, but go on. Right again, the right wing loves to preach, tell you how to live your life, what you should do. So, a funny thing is that there was um, I can't remember which college, doesn't matter, but there was a woman on a college campus. I believe she was a student, and she wanted uh, birth control pills. Right? Oh she yeah, and he called her a slut. Called her a slut. Now yeah. that's ironic because Rush Limbaugh went to the Dominican Republic to fuck a bunch of black prostitutes with a fucking barrel of Viagra. But that was nice. okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So that's it's fun totally to me that fine. probably right. impotent. So I do like that. That's <laughs> fun. But part of his uh, part of his deal with the government for him not to go to jail for being addicted to basically heroin was he wasn't allowed to have prescription drugs anymore. He, he couldn't get a prescription. If he needed something, he had to actually go to the ER. He had to be treated, whatever. He was not allowed prescription drugs. Viagra is a prescription drug. So he actually had a drug mule more or less get the drugs for him. So he could go down to the Dominican as a single guy and fuck all these black prostitutes. But he was trying to come back with more. So he, he was catch coming, him trying to come back and he got caught. And again, because they weren't his, he was basically smuggling drugs. Have you ever seen like any of those locked up abroad shows where they smuggle drugs? And they yeah, get, like, I'm, just, I'm just wondering if he put the drugs into balloons and swallowed them and was going to shit them out later. Oh, God, I hope he did. It's a damn shame that's... he didn't get in his intestines and kill him. I'm just wondering if there was like an extraction situation happening there, but but that's another, like at, at what point, like at what point does that even become recreational and like maybe problematic, right? Like at what point does something like Viagra become like, Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe you've got a problem. Like you're trying to escape the country and break laws to go fuck some hookers in another country. Like, is that not maybe and, pro- and problematic? Me, I don't know. Let me just throw this into the equation. Why do you have to leave the country to fuck women? They're, they're, you, I mean, prostitution's legal in some places here, or it's at least looked the other way for a bunch of the time, right? Why are you leaving the country unless you're doing something illegal? I think he was fucking some underage people. I can't prove that, but why else would you leave? Why, why would you leave to do like sex tourism if it's legal here? Probably because you're a man of values and you don't want, you know... You don't want that being seen in the United States where he might be recognized because he's a man of values, by the way. You're right. You're so, right. I mean, come on. The Steering obvious solution. You do. The obvious solution is to traffic some drugs and get some underage hookers. That's what I think it was. Well, you know what? We're not. You don't leave the country to go drinking somewhere else, right? Listen, we're not pouring any liquor this evening but i do want to let you know that this practice dates back to 13th century bc in ancient egypt actually wow i, w- I so, was off by about a millennia so i'm surprised but but there we go so the ancient egyptians egyptians were pouring them out yeah look pouring at that some, pouring some libations Wow. We, we are all part of a big chain. Look at that. Isn't that nice? That is nice. That makes me kind of feel better. 
I like I like where this I, I like where this comes from. Wow, I, I was I, so- <laughs> yeah, I feel nineties yeah, LA. Yeah, I, but but that's often cited as kind of the rebirth of that practice. And well, I'm glad it's back. Yeah, I'm glad. You know what? Next time someone, next time someone in the public eye who you enjoyed, I was going to say, who's not a pile of shit. Yeah, passes on that you can feel good about doing doing the poor. Oh God! Let's hope it's not Betty White. She's like a hundred. Stop! Stop! Don't even. Right, we're not putting it out there. Nope. Yeah, don't put. Yeah, don't put anyone out there. Just, just know that the practice is there and waiting for you. I like that. Oh, like, I heard <laughs> Prince Philip. I heard they were in some bad shape. The Queen and both of them. <laughs> Definitely Prince Philip. I heard he went to the hospital. Wow. But I heard that the Queen was. I mean, probably just a regular cold. But I heard the Queen was sick. Like not COVID or anything, but still, she's in her what mid nineties. You know how some of our listeners feel about her, so let's not put that out into the universe either. We're pulling it back. Okay, let's let's pull that back. You know what? I want to pull this back to because I always love to get your take, Dave. Want to pull this back to some social media food trends Ooh. and get your take on them. So have you seen everyone making what I think is basically a cheesy gordita crunch? Like you oh, take a tortilla and you cut a slit in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you fold it on top of each other again and again. Taco Bell is going to sue the shit out of somebody. Do you think that was just like a disgruntled higher up at Taco Bell who got fired <laughs> during the pandemic? And he's like, I'll blow the lid off of these sons of bitches. He's like, I'll show, show them. This thing's going to go fucking viral. Blowing the lid off it. Nobody's ever going to go to Taco Bell High again. Never again. <laughs> That's so true. But people are using it for everything. Like, I've seen people doing it with, like, whole pizzas. I've seen people doing it with egg whites. Like, anything and everything. Now, have you tried it yourself? No. I mean, it's... No, it's basically like you said, a gordita crunch or whatever. Yeah, like, but even, but like, even the folding part, I just like, I, I couldn't really get a handle on it, to be honest. I was like, what am I was like, what am I doing? Why am I going through this extra work to make a quesadilla? Right. I'm always like, oh, this is the trendiest goddamn, this is going to be gone in 20 minutes. Yeah, that'll, that'll be gone soon. But I saw someone making it with a crepe and like throwing some kind of cereal flavored cake batter in it. And I don't know, like a cocoa crisp topping or something. Was it Bill Johnson? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Bill Johnson. I believe it's someone called the snack daddy. The snack daddy. Yeah. Snack with two K's dot daddy. I like that. Based in Connecticut. Oh, good. Uh, I, w- I was so afraid you were either going to say Texas or Florida. <laughs> no, don't worry. And I think you like this in their bio. It says, take thy spoon and thy bowl and bless the world. Cologians 516. I like that. Taking a, taking a little Jesus situation into taking a verse into, into cereal. You know how I feel about that. God, isn't that the worst? Like when that's the first thing you see on somebody's page is like a fucking Bible verse. 
Is it? We've probably talked about this before. I'm almost positive we have. It's like if you've ever listened to the radio, you probably know where this is going. And you ever got caught up in a song thinking it's rock? And then it ends up being like, take my hands. I am there. You can't see your footsteps. You know, it becomes like a Jesus jam and you're unaware of it. Turn. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's kind of like the same. Son of a bitch. I'm listening to Creed. Exactly. Oh, God. I forgot. <laughs> all. What happened to that guy? Scott Strat. Yeah. What did happen to him? That's a good. I think he got in. Uh, he was into drugs for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Did you like them? Um, I liked a song or two. Like I liked higher. Will you take right. me higher? But isn't, but isn't that essentially another Jesus gym? So, so that's kind of the cleverness of Christian rock. Like you don't know if he's talking about Jesus or trying to fuck a girl. Yeah, but then don't you don't you feel um like a little bit betrayed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, by the end, by the time you're done, Creed, you're like, oh, God damn it, I fell for it again. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little rough. Like, you got to really find that out afterwards. Right. That's why I just listen to Marilyn Manson. That's right, right. That's a, that's a, that's a safer bet. You're, you're probably a little too young for this because I'm almost too young for it. Do you know that song, Yamo Be There? Yamo Be, no. Yamo Be There. Go look. Oh, Go look it up. It's, it's like it's like one of the first. It's like one of the first songs that people talk reference when they're talking about Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. And it's another one of those songs, though. I was like, I don't really know this one too well. Let me like like let me look it up. And it's like a straight up. It's a straight up Jesus jam, but they just shortened Yamo from Yahweh. You know, like the Hebrew word for Jesus. Yeah, because they didn't want it to be. They were really being tricky. They didn't want it to like obviously be a Jesus jam. So you gotta just you know if it's not if that's not your thing, you gotta watch out. Ah, damn it! You got to be careful. Yeah, and no, God forbid. Why didn't you see what? What was it? Uh, stealthing Jesus. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Exactly. Stealthing in the Jesus. Yeah, you got to you got to be careful with. I, I feel like that should be the disclaimer, not like the um, the parental advisory. Oh, imagine warning! <laughs> these contain- songs, these songs are about Christ, not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not getting laid. Yeah, don't play this for a girl, right? Yeah, this this is not probably not what you were in Although the market for. You think it's like this, like horned up song, and like you're playing it for a girl, or you know, you're out on date, whatever, and trying to like <laughs> get something done there, and then like you think, oh god, it's about Jesus. Oh fuck, <laughs> that's unfortunate. This really ruined everything. Gone. Ah, oh, man, that's. That's that's rough. That's rough. Well, Dave, I'm hoping by time we meet again this week that Texas is dug out. Oh, no, just just kidding. I don't know if we really care too much about it, but I hope it provides. I hope it provides more entertainment. I hope you have tried the cheesy gordita crunch challenge. I think that's what we should call it moving forward. We should give it a go. And that. Ted Cruz has embarrassed himself one more time. Spectacularly. I have faith in that last <laughs> item. Over him. I have faith in that last item occurring. 
I feel very confident. If you like what you heard here this evening, we invite you to subscribe, comment, like, I don't know, share with a friend. Couple friends. Stay toasty out there and we'll see you next week.